Feeling pretty good. Mm, test, yeah. Test, test, test. I was too quiet last episode. I yeah, guess. probably. Test, test, but I'm test, a, I'm a test, pro. I'm, I'm picking up some nice clean waveforms here. So I'm gonna try and do. Try and do some low larynx stuff. How do you, how do you how do y'all sync up on Vertope? Oh, you know those uh, those rain sticks? Uh, one of those. It's like yeah, we both we both blow into a, into a into a bavuzela. Yeah, uh, like in a, like we're at a soccer match with a hundred thousand people. We go to that um, rainforest at, uh, like store in the mall and yeah. we buy <laughs> we buy really long didgeridoos. Yeah, we buy the didgeridoos <laughs> and we touch pitch. No, no. What were we talking about? Dream theater. We had talking dream about. Oh my God, we were theater. all over the place. Yeah, I believe you can that's play their, me a nice right? song. They stand out on the porch with their guitars in front of the, all the girls they love in the '80s, and they're like, "Dream, dream theater." theater. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's a, that that works. That uh, actually, that's a real bad company way to go about it. By like, you know, like you call the song the name of your band. And also the album that you release is the name of your band. So uh, Bad Company released a song called Bad Company on an album called Bad Company. It's a real, that's like a, that's a real bow maneuver. Cause I would do that. Because <laughs> oh, I'm real pretentious and selfish with my music. So yeah, I know. I, I know. Longtime listeners will remember that when we discussed karaoke, Bo's response to karaoke, my response was like, oh yeah, I don't like to sing karaoke because it's, I'm, I'm, I'm self-conscious and like, I'm not, I'm not confident in my voice and like, I don't want to butcher somebody else's material. And Bo's response was, yeah, I prefer to sing my songs. <laughs> yeah, I wrote stuff and no, I will sing I don't, that. No, I don't like to sing karaoke because I prefer to sing my songs. If we go to karaoke, you all have to sing my songs. You know, I don't go to karaoke with Bo. He makes us sing all of his. Bo songs. has all these his star rising songs yeah, that he wants to the, make us. It's the five tracks from our EP, and that's all that's available at karaoke when Bo comes to town. It's just Bo, Bo calls it karaoke, but he just comes over to our house with a CD. <laughs> And, and a lyric sheet, and we're supposed to sing this crap, and I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what to do. I I don't I don't, I don't want to hurt his feelings, but we can't his keep Star doing Rising this. Songs they were popular. I'll I'll send you the music. I have the tracks. I think there's actually five. Really? Would you do that yeah. for me? Really? Yeah, I would do that for wow. you. Wow, that can be a special, a special uh, on a special Tope Suicida. Mike reviews Historizing Historizing EP. I love it. Oh, we'll start a blog. The the out the EP was called Bleed Now. <laughs> Here come the sharks. <laughs> Woo! Woo! That line though actually it, it made it into an Atlas astronaut, astronaut song, which is the next band like a decade and a half later. All right, everybody. So here is Bo's uh, <laughs> uh, music career in a nutshell. Um, and yet somehow I'm the one that does all the music for the show. Not all the music. Do you want to hear the tracks for Historizing ZP? Like the name of the tracks? Oh yeah, I absolutely do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is good. This I is great so. stuff. I thought so. You know what? While you're looking for that, I want to let everybody know that my name is Mike. Yeah, you know what? While I'm looking for this, Mike, I want everyone to know that I'm also named Bo. <laughs> you were gonna say i'm also named mike you fuck oh <laughs> uh, and if i'm mike and you're Bo, then that means that these fine people are listening to what wrestling can be i'm in the shithouse closet bows on his shithouse chair which i think is new no it's it's a work chair it's not really new you stole the, chair the work chair to the chair replace bought, the old... right there oh oh yeah. that one but that's that's like um just like a sitting chair that you pull out when you don't have enough real chairs that's comfortable like chairs it, for people anticipating to... you know at near the middle of the year late of the year people can be here again to do the podcast and stuff and there's places to sit yeah and kind of yeah and you're like oh there's too many okay we've got enough people on the couch and like all my real chairs are taken up so here have this cool dining room chair that i pulled out of this it, awesome it's, un it's kind of uncomfortable on your butt sorry kind of uncomfortable Mom. but also has a really beautiful design on it it's very yes. very very 1970 like 1974 for me. yeah so really my... it was built for you 
Well, I mean, I commissioned it. Uh, wow. From a, a company. It's not like a big deal. It's not a big deal. <laughs> <you know? laughs> not a big deal. I prefer to sing my songs. <laughs> I prefer to sit in chairs I commission. I prefer to sit in chairs that <laughs> I commission. Those are some cool jackets in your closet, Mike. But my jackets, I prefer to sew my own jackets. <laughs> There are, none of them are rainproof because I cannot find that lining. It's cost prohibitive. It's a cool wife that you have, but I prefer to make mine from my own ribs. Thank you. <laughs> All right, we're doing the Bible here on Tope Suicida. Here comes the Bible. Uh, Got those Garden of Eden jokes. What were you going to say, buddy? Here, uh, here comes the Bible, but... Now, here <laughs> okay, here comes the Bible's the debut album for whatever we are. Here comes the yeah. Bible is real good. That's well, real we were, good. What Farrell Yell was working on before before Casey moved was uh, I was going to call it Prayer Box. So I just think the, the idea of a prayer box is very funny to me. But yes. no, bleed now. Here come the sharks. Here are the five tracks. Okay, on this EP all right. From yeah, 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 yeah. Bring it to me. Uh, track one is uh, Myriad of Sinners. Huh? A lot of them. There's a lot of them. A bunch oh, of oh, Myriad of Sinners? Yeah. You know that track could have just oh, been man. called Myriad Sinners, right? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Okay. It's all good, man. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. All right. Why, why am I putting this on? It's all good. Where's track two? No, no, no. We're in it. What's track two? Oh, God. <laughs> it's called Equivocal Materiality. <laughs> Sorry, did you say equivocal materiality? Yeah. All right. The, but so the other day I was like, "Hey, Bo, man, dude, I I can't believe I missed it." But like, yeah, there was a new Strokes album last year. I can't. I mean, I, I haven't. I, I I can't believe I totally had no idea that the Strokes released an album last year. And guess what? It's really good. Like, it's my favorite thing that they've done in a long time. You know, probably since probably since Room on Fire. And uh. Bo was like, yeah, I never really got into the strokes. I've been meaning to, but I just, I, you know, they were kind of mainstream for me. So the moral yeah. of the story, everyone, is that I do a podcast with a real piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I didn't like, this is my answer back in 2004. Oh, the strokes put out, what, a second album? No, I don't really, I don't really dig the strokes. I prefer to sing Equivocal Materiality by Historizing. I prefer so to I... sing my songs. <laughs> okay, what's track three? Track three, keep it coming. We're doing great. Track three is Gridlock Debris, which is from, uh, it must be, it must be a line from an At The Drive-In song. Because that sounds like At The Drive-In. What's that? I mean, all this oh, sounds oh, like is At, at The Drive-In a, a Another band? band, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I'm sure, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> track four, Mike, no. Yeah, hit me. Come on. Come on. I don't want to. It's called, <laughs> Mike, it's called Definition of a Cyborg. Uh-huh. Okay. Mike. Yeah. Look into my eyes, Mike. Yeah, definition it's of a track four on Hisar <laughs> Rising's lead now, Here Come the Sharks, is definition of a cyborg. Is it bleed now and then like ellipsis? Comma. Oh, comma, here come the sharks. It should have been an ellipsis, to, but 2004, Bo, you know. Wow, no, were you in charge of everything? Did you have all uh, the creative control? Yeah, when I, oh, well, no, no, no. I, my in bands since I don't really write music like physically. <laughs> <I> get... <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay, so so uh, if you have nothing to do with the creation of the songs, what is your role? <laughs> no, I do. I just can't do the notes. You, I mean. <laughs> Uh, a little really sidebar. No, no, no. A little sidebar. <laughs> Everyone, I was talking to Bo the other day, and I was like, "Yeah, he sent me a thing. He sent me a thing, and he was like, yeah, oh, I just really want someone. This is how I want my lead guitar to sound, but they won't do it." And I'm like, "Dude, you could just learn. You could just learn to play guitar if you wanted. Like, it's not. Like, it's it's really hard, but you can do it. Like, I'm I do it. I'm not very good or anything, but I've been playing guitar. I've been playing guitar for almost 20 years, and I'm about as good as somebody who's practiced hard for a year. Um, and then I'm like, don't you even have a guitar? You talk about your guitar sometimes. And what yeah. Bo says to me is, no, that's not for me. No, I think I just said no, <laughs> and then yeah, I followed it up later. But it was just a, it was a one word response. No. I'm like why not? Yeah, I said why not. No. Yeah, no, I was like why not? And you were like it's because it's not for me. 
and four was in it's, all caps. I still don't know what that yeah. means. <laughs> well, you know, buddy, that's how it's got to stay because life's a nebulous cocktail of, of, of creativity. And sometimes <sighs> what you got up here, you can't express here so, and you have to express it through other people. So, so what did you do in the band? I feel like I'm one, I'm one of the, uh, the well, auditors band, in office space right now. Well, one of the, well, so one of the bobs band, well, like the last, coming to, to see who track. does what in the company. The last track, Mike, is yeah. called Fish Among, which is a good track. Fish Among. Yeah, it should have been. It's It should have had. Well, I feel like it, okay. it should have been called Wolves Among. I got sharks. I got fish. I got wolves. That's because the sharks. just Like Wolves Among Sheep. That would be on brand. Whatever, whatever. I'm workshopping. I'm workshopping so, the I mean, Star Rising I mean, EP. I, I'll talk to the guys. I can go back 2004. We can put this all together. I think. Yeah, cool. One of them lives in Arizona. That's a problem. Huh. But um, this band, no. I, all, all I did was write lyrics and name the songs, and the band, and the album. But all the music, <laughs> I didn't write any of it. But for that, my actual band bands where I was actually doing stuff. Yeah. Um. Yes, I would like. Direct, I guess. Yeah. Like the Casey, ba bass player Casey, who just recently moved, sadly, he would mm. like come with like a bass riff. Yeah. And then. So you were a fucking super, would... you were a supervisor. You were like, you know what? I like what you're doing, yeah. but could you do it a little more like this? Yes, but not like that. But I'd be like, what <laughs> if, uh, what if this part's good here, but this part works well with something else in another song that we've written. So how about we take that and move that here and kind of moving stuff around to make the songs like, okay. All right, this song needs something else. And here's what I'm hearing in my head. Then I explain that, and we were such a good team. All right, everybody. Out. So Bo was a manager at Target. That was Bo's yeah. role um, in his bands. Yeah. Um, he's a bit more big. You're a big picture guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but now I play some synth stuff as well. But I still prefer. Oh, that's <clears> right. <throat> I've seen you on the on that little MIDI keyboard. Yeah. Through I, that seven hundred dollar orange bass amp that I could really use. Three fifty. It's not. Uh, it doesn't yeah. break the bank. It was brand new. Three fifty. That's still. <laughs> that's still. It's still an orange amp, buddy. That's nice. Sounds great. That synth sounds great running through it. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's his rising. That's the five track. It's you know it's five songs, twenty seven minutes. Full thirty, full half hour. If you want to sit down with it, send I'll it send to me, to baby. I'll listen to it front to back. I'm not. I got some stuff going on this weekend, but I got third. I got twenty seven minutes. I can dedicate. You're not a coward. You just come on over and bring your CD and and bring it on over, and I'll be out on the credenza. And you just my wife, maybe my wife will be there by the CD player, real precarious, and you can just pop that sucker in and then pop that sucker in <laughs> my wife. You know, I was just thinking, if you want to come on down, you can bring you can bring your first band's EP. Cause my wife really likes she likes her music. You can pop that CD on. Yo, 2004. How old were you then? Oh, you were 21 or so. Okay, that's much better than what I thought. You were younger. That's good. You can come on. You can put that on. And my wife, well, she'll just slide right into the bedroom. <laughs> And I'll be out on the credenza. <laughs> Just my wife will be conspicuously in the bedroom. Don't worry about me. I'll just be out there on the credenza. <laughs> and my and there's a I got I got a couple looking holes <laughs> got in the bedroom. Then it's uh surrounded by the credenza. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna you don't oh don't ask that you're gonna know i'm there don't worry about it you're gonna know <laughs> i'll let you know i'm there <laughs> you'll know <I'll>, <laughs> maybe you'll look over <sighs> into one of the peepholes and see a little pupil and that pupil you hear a whisper from behind the fl plywood saying don't worry i'm watching you fuck my wife <laughs> i didn't write a vo for this episode well, you don't i mean you don't know what the episode really is because if you everyone if you want to get real close to the earphones get real close to it because today's episode yeah is is a surprise 
Oh, wow. I got headphones on. Wow. Surprise. I, I got a surprise. I brought a surprise for, for Michael. Ooh. Michael surprise. I got a surprise for Michael. I'm so excited. I love these. I really do. And I don't mm -hmm. know. I, it's very fun. It's one of the very few surprises that I actually like because it's like, I know I like wrestling and it's fun to not have the stress of picking something. It's like yeah. somebody else is taking care of it and just going to sit down and watch something else that somebody else somebody wants to show you. And it's my good friend, Bo, uh, lead singer and uh, Krang of His Star Rising. <laughs> Mm -hmm. uh, is going to show me... They've got to get the neutrinos! <laughs> oh, no. Make an allegiance with Shredder! Shredder. Yeah. I was going to say he sounds like Cobra, Cobra Commander, but no, yeah, you're no, right. He's you're got, right. He's got yeah, more yeah. of a... Well, no, I think your voice was right. I think yeah. he's got more of that, that throaty, oh, high-pitched... Shredder. <laughs> we can't listen, Mike. We can't talk about Ninja Turtles because I have a question for you and your voice. Now it's time to say who you really like. Who do you think is the neatest tights? Who would you pay to see pretend to fight? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite wrestler? Uh, Mike, my favorite wrestler? I know usually <laughs> you going first here, but it's Abaddon because we have to talk about Abaddon. Yeah, good pick. That match Crazy. on Wednesday Crazy. a couple weeks ago yeah. was real good with yeah. Cheetah. Yeah. Do you think the program, Kushida won, if y'all are keeping up, yeah. do you think the program is done or will they do what I think they should do? And turn Sheeta into a zombie because she was bitten in the neck in that match. Oh wow! And that's a gimmick for Abaddon as she turns other wrestlers into zombies. I would never. That is a level of sports entertainment that I don't know <laughs> AEW is ready to embrace. I mean, baby, Abaddon's there. Wouldn't that be cool? And then we get like a doctor in there to cure them. Then they're back to their normal gimmick. And it just like for whatever reason, it's Britt Baker, but she's a dentist, and she's like, "Why am <laughs> yeah, I here?" You're the only one on the roster with a PhD. Um, I love I, I love think, the idea of Abaddon and Britt Baker's dentist chair, though, and she's like, okay, I'm just going to rinse out some of this blood here. Your teeth are fucked. <laughs> we'll just... And suction, close. Reba? Reba, I need another tube of compressed air. <laughs> Just used it all, trying to blow out all oh, the junk. Oh, see, that, that's the content we need on Dynamite right there is Abaddon visits the dentist's office. And she's just like, ah, the whole time. I want Abaddon to be on the Britt Baker, her, her show that she has. That'll be on Dynamite for the first time next week. Oh, yeah, Tom the Dark. waiting room, the waiting room. The waiting room, yeah, it's yeah. real silly. It's yeah. real silly. Um, but uh, that's my thing. Uh, Abaddon, I'm, she, I'm coming around on her. I still don't like the blood always oozing out of her mouth. It grosses me out. But again, that finish she does is great. I thought the match with Sheeta was really fun. I just wish she would turn people into zombies. If, they're, if she's going to be a zombie, they're going to commit to her being a zombie. Yeah. She needs to be a zombie, which means she needs to turn people into zombies. Here's the thing. I don't think that I don't know that she's a zombie. I don't know. And, and, and I don't I don't hate your idea. I yeah. like your idea. I, I just think it is a it's a level of um, uh, suspension of reality that AEW yeah. has not crossed yet. Right. Other than with like Matt Hardy, I guess. That yeah. uh, you know what? Actually, never mind. I'm full of shit. They have. You're right. They <laughs> have everything with like they, Jericho, yeah. the 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 debonair ballroom debonair. Yeah, all the yeah. There's jump cuts and different. Uh, not jump cuts. What? Uh, there uh, different Matt Hardy appearing in different uh, different outfits, like in a split mm -hmm. second. Yeah. Them doing camera tr yeah. camera tricks, the quick changes and stuff like so. that. So yeah, yeah. Okay, she is a zombie. I'm with it. I can see Mike it. Mike had a real evolution in a about two minutes you're right no no you're you're right oh so, so that's the thing like i feel like i i uh it's good to when you are presented with evidence and you think critically about your own opinions <laughs> it's cool yeah. to change them and be like you know what actually i think maybe what i said was wrong and and you had a good point you did yeah. I did. I had a great point, but now I want to hear your points and your 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 favorite wrestler. Okay, my favorite wrestler is it's a tie this week. Okay, I feel like it's breaking the rules a bit. But three way tie. I mean, we, we said twenty twenty one big rule rule year. Is yeah, what we're gonna do. 
it, it's never happened before, and I, I think it will not happen again. Okay. Um, but uh, this week, my favorite wrestlers are Kenny Omega, mainly because of his uh, Check Out My Driver. <laughs> I wish that was on the show. I had to find that on Twitter. On Twitter, <laughs> yeah, that Twitter video of him saying, "Watch my driver burn some mother frickin' rubber." <laughs> I lo- he, it, yeah, I loved it more than anything. He says driver three times in the span of 20 seconds. It's so good. It's really funny. Um, and then my kind of honorary uh, uh, favorite wrestler this week is a tie with Kenny. Uh, and you'll see why. It, it's it's negative one. It's it's Brody, Brody Lee yeah. Jr. I think I know what you're going to show me for Shithouse. Well, there have just been a lot of, uh, you know. Actually, I video- don't because there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff out there where Brody Lee's training with people and, like, you see him doing moves and, and uh, also the promos that he's cutting on Marco's mm-hmm. stunt, which is so uh-huh. good. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's really nice and it makes me think about that, even though Chris Jericho seems to have some really strange and uh, really bummer. Uh, views and yeah. thought processes outside of wrestling. It was yeah. very sweet that he was like, "Hey, Brody, we're gonna take care of your family. Like the wrestling community, the family of wrestling is gonna make sure yeah. that your family's okay, even though you 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 passed away way too early, you know." Yeah. Um. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, yeah. Negative one. Um, I can't wait to see more from him, and I hope that he he gets to do whatever he the, he gets to be involved in the program as much as he wants to be involved. Yeah. Uh, if he's having a good time and it's helping him feel better and feel feel some joy, then I, I love the idea of seeing him on TV. As soon as he's of legal working age, and if he's been training this whole time, if once he's sixteen and he wants to wrestle a match on Dark or whatever's around, that's gonna be pretty pretty cool. Pretty not not iconic, but pretty uh, legacy is is yeah. Like that. That so is. by the time we see that match, we'll, we'll be on what fight bite year nineteen ninety nine. No, maybe like ninety seven, <laughs> end of ninety seven, <laughs> beginning of ninety eight. You know, okay. somewhere in there, somewhere around the Montreal screw job. I think. Uh, no, you know the 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 people that I think of immediately when I think of you're talking about like people that were way beyond their years and who were training basically yeah. since they were in. Um, in diapers, uh, like Tyson Kidd and uh, Davy Boy Smith Jr., uh, David yeah. Hart Smith, whatever we want to call him. Unfortunately, he seems to be a big MAGA head, which mm. is a bummer. But mm. um, th- there is that match. I think I showed it to you of Tyson Kidd and D.H. Uh, Smith wrestling in the dungeon, and they're like 13 years old. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's better than like. 92% of the pro wrestling that I've ever seen. It's like really good. There's also Rey Mysterio, who's like, by the time he was in the Monday Night War, he's wrestling already like 15 years. And yeah. He was like, he was like 19. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's like 20. Literally. He's like 20. Yeah, he started like five years old. He's just like unbelievable how long that dude had been wrestling and how young he was. Yeah. Um, so anyway, high hopes and best wishes to little Brody. Yeah. Okay, I have one for you, and I put it in the in the in the uh, chat on Zoom because I didn't want the thumbnail to spoil it. Oh, you on don't. Slack. You don't say. Well, yeah, because I mean, it did. And I deleted it while you were gone. Ah, okay, okay. That's why they call me Bo Quick Fingers. Bo Quick Fingers. Yet it just school in the internet one more time. <laughs> okay, this is, seems to be a tweet. Um, looks like it's from an account called the Funny Vine. And here we go. The caption for this uh, from uh, at the funny vine is this will never get old. Presumably this was a funny vine that was recorded. That's, yeah. Yeah. Before vine. So. Um, Untimely death. Yeah. Uh, went under. And let me just lower the volume a little bit because there are going to be some kids shri- screaming here. And I believe it is shrill. Here we go. In three, two, here we go. all right everybody yes how do you feel how do you feel about that i feel so happy about it because (laughs) it is the exact 
It is like if Batman existed in that universe where that little girl blew out the candles <laughs> of her sister or best friend's birthday party uh, before she could, and then they got into that crazy fight where there was just like tons of hair pulling and screaming, yeah. and the cameraman <laughs> never stopped rolling. Mm-hmm. This was um. This is the exact opposite. This is this is dad or un- cool uncle or something. Batman shows up. He has a paper party plate and he shields the attempts to blow out the candles from the bigger brother, it would appear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shields it with the party plate, not once, but I believe twice. Yeah. He blocks the kid's stream of air from blowing out the candles so that his youngest son can have his awesome moment where he blows out the candles then the older brother who was trying to blow out the candles realizes he has failed that his father has thwarted him he starts to scream and cry while his father in his stupid v-neck white t-shirt Smiles like a just a he's motherfucker. Beaming. He's so he's so so happy with himself. And I gotta you watch know it. This has happened many times before, which is why he knows <laughs> to block the air. <laughs> he's so wait. He does a fist pump. Okay, one, two, three, three. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, he throws up. He throws up his hands like, "I got him this time. I got this little motherfucker." It's great. It's wonderful. But is it shit house? It's extremely shit house. There's so Good. much shit house about this video. Like, first of all, can we talk about the 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 seahorse art that's on the the cabinet here behind the birthday boy? It's like a seahorse watercolor. <laughs> They just left that up on their on the side of their fridge or whatever. Uh, you think one of the kids drew it? Maybe I love the the because the last thing the the kid that gets caught he's like he's it's like he's saying don't do it no yeah 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 it's really good because the video starts with him like already in mid attempt at trying to yeah. sabotage the birthday a little shit. <laughs> Dad is blocking it. So there are three separate attempts that we're witness to. There might have been more. He might have gotten some, and that's how the dad knew to block the last uh, two. Maybe. Maybe so. Hang on. Because so, that little shit's got small lungs, you know? He can't. Because we're like right at the end of happy birthday. Do you really think that this kid got to... Hang on. Let me just take a little... I'm studying the video. Okay. I think it's just two blows, and it's some uh, reverse forward video. Really? Because Vine, Remember, Vines would do that just like to be funny. Oh, really? Watch how it looks like he holds it, puts the plate down, lifts it back up like reverse, not an actual pulling away. And then he comes back in to do it again. Ooh. Like the the actual start of the action is the kid's face. Who cares? This is too much content. We're wasting. What are we doing? This is a lot of content. But what I want to know, do you really think that this kid that I'm about to show you sat through the entire rendition of Happy Birthday without trying to blow the candles out more than twice. Let me look here. Look at this kid. Yeah, he's a little, he's a little shit, little devil. Yeah. <laughs> little fucking devil. You think he made it? You know, I feel like people went, Happy Birthday, and then that was about the first time that he tried to blow out the candles, and yeah. Dad had to stop him, and then somebody was like, Oh shit, I should be recording this. Yeah, maybe so. But whatever the length, how many times the attempt, irrelevant. It's shithouse. You claimed it. Do you have something for me to see? It's judge? absolutely, it's absolutely shithouse, Bo. One hundred percent. Judge you. Judge okay. what you've provided me. All right, here we go. This is um, the second time we've ever had an entry in a category that you and I are both excited about, and we hope that grows in the future, called Tope. You, Asita, where you, the listeners, send in something for Bo and I to evaluate, whether it's a favorite wrestler or it's uh, Is It Shithouse. This happens to be an Is It Shithouse from a famous friend of the program and master knitter, Christine. Better be good, Christine, because I really don't want to have to throw away that hat you made me. It's better be good. Uh, I have an idea of whether it's going to be Shithouse, Bo. Um, okay. And I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and send it to you. Here you go. It's, I believe, our first Tumblr link ever. Tumblr? Wow. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> wow. So. 
Should I? Uh, okay, so this is for Tumblr. Yeah, click the uh, click the, the link so you go to the post, the like oh, blog post on Tumblr. So this Tumblr is uh, this is just a hobby, period. Um, <laughs> and this is a a, a retumble or whatever it was called back then. And people <laughs> use this site of uh, of the Delio. It says, you know, in my time as a classist, classicist. I've seen a lot of really ugly art about Greek mythology, but I think I finally found the ugliest. I present you to present you all. Wait, I present to you all, Lumpy Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so it's a picture. Of, uh, it's a picture of uh, Hercules, and he's covered in muscles, just rippling muscles. But <laughs> the artist in question, uh, no one told him that they they shouldn't do this for a living, because because like. While it, on one side this artist can 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 you know draw, on the second they don't know what human anatomy looks like because they look Hercules looks like he's covered in like welts like his knees his knees look like boils I hate it and look how fat Wait, his fucking shins can you, are can you look at his left calf muscle I for me it. down to the ankle uh, yeah all five of them <laughs> and then his toes. <laughs> What are they doing? It's like he's in a mid walk, but the way the way Lumpy Hercules walks, he goes one toe at a time. So he walks real slow because one toe's got to hit in the next toe, in the next toe. It's gross, and there's like a rippling thing in the background, but it just looks like he's taking a ropey dump. Also, he definitely like I never pictured Hercules as like a wizened old man. Also, can we look at his nipples really quick? Yeah, they're. Very. They look like like audio octopus. <laughs> they do. They look like earbuds. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of Hercules as like a wizened old man. <laughs> he looks like father. He looks like the ghost of Christmas past. What is that behind him? It's not another person. Is that like a fur hanging down from his back? The thing that looks like his his fucking dick, but it's not. Is up there all taut. It's, way, it's very taut. I don't know what the fuck it is that he's carrying. I have no idea what it is that he's carrying. Look at these other. Look at these other people in the background, though. Too. I know. The, look at the what the guy they're doing. Knee in the ox is cool. This guy knee cool. in the ox, and look. Here's another guy over here on the right that just has someone in a bear hug. Also, everyone's naked. Everyone's naked. Three uh, sexy, alluring women in the background. There's women. Too. And like two of them are like very nonchalantly um, either lifting a third one off the ground or or dragging her to the ground. It's very unclear. It's unclear what's happening there. Okay, I get it. I was gonna ask why why is there a face on top of Hercules' head? But it's it's a lion's face. I was thinking he had a lumpy forehead too, but no, it's a lion's mouth. So yeah, he's wearing a lion as a hood, and the the lumpy thing that. Is the tail behind him? Got it's it. Very shit house. It's oh, very okay. shit house. Right. And he's got and he's got like a scepter, like a cool like a scepter made out of like walnut and octopus. Yeah, it's shit house. It's unbelievably gross, but that doesn't negate it from being shit house. Great. That's really good to know. All right, so we're two for two on the Tope Uacidas, and uh, we encourage all you uh, fine listeners to go ahead and send in whatever you like, and we'll review it on the show. Lumpy Hercules, there it is. You heard it definitively shithouse. Make no mistake, I hated it. I hated it so much. <laughs> Did it gross but you out? It grossed me out. The kneecaps is what really got me. Actually, everything knee below, everything going on knees below was a fucking travesty. (laughs) All right. I got I got a couple more for you here. Um, Since the the biggest uh, current event that has happened uh, since our last episode, the people have heard uh, for for us anyway, as we're recording these is the uh, attempted coup. Yeah. In the United States and uh, the um, domestic terrorism and storming of the Capitol. I wanted to show are you. you about to, are you about to make a joke about the coup? Because I heard on the Internet that we're not supposed to make funny jokes about that. That's no, what I heard. I'm not about to make any kind of I'm not about to make any jokes. OK. I didn't um, think so. Yeah. But you also mentioned a band called one time called Taking Back Sunday. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I've never heard of that band. I don't know, but but a uh, longtime friend of the program and former guest Taylor Linquist sent me a message today, and actually he tweeted as well about it. And that's what I'm going to send you. He was like, "Yo, for real, this rips. This track rips, and it sounds like it could be a Taking Back Sunday song." And I was like, "You know what? I should. I could 
consult with Bo on this and see if this is shit house. One and two. You think it's a take? Could be a Taking Back Sunday song because I I have no point of reference. Uh, it's not, but yeah, it's shit house. I don't even need to watch it. I saw it three years ago when it came out, buddy. This is the funniest shit. I'm gonna watch it again. But no, but it sounds like Taking Back Sunday. That's that's the. Uh, ripoff but this guy has oh volume's loud this artist has like he does a bunch of trump with different genres if you can find him super deluxe who published this stuff used to put it out all the time but then they closed but yes to answer your question this is what taking back sunday sounded like (laughs) it's very good i'm not gonna watch the whole thing because i've seen it yeah cool well that's cool so this is is what his star rising sounds like uh no uh, you gotta be the judge, you know. That's a future episode. If you want to hear what historizing comes, uh, what how how Mike feels about historizing, you can come back for a later episode. He he'll be the judge of if, if this sounds like this one is good. And I know you haven't seen this. Very unfair. <laughs> lies, <laughs> lies, lies. Um. So this is um a response from a member of the mixed martial arts media who I only got to hang out with one time, but who I really liked uh, and thought that he was a very cool person and was one, like really one of the good people in involved in the MMA business uh, back when I was, a, I was a reporter for whatever reason. And um, <clears throat> he has responded to a tweet from Tito Ortiz who is a former UFC light heavyweight champion mm-hmm. and current, I believe, um, like city council member in Huntington Beach, California. The Huntington Beach bad boy is now um, a Huntington Beach city council member. Tito made the program earlier in an episode where we did an Is It Shithouse that turned out to be an Is It Bradshaw uh, when he was <laughs> oh, yeah. fighting Ken Shamrock for the UFC light heavyweight title. Yeah. And it turned out it was Bradshaw and the audience cheering Ken Shamrock on. So here you go, Bo. This is a uh, response to a tweet that Tito made linking a story that has some pretty serious allegations. So I'm reading the response. So the story itself is that bogus story about uh, facial recognition software. I believe identifying... Uh, it's like, oh, these falsely, not falsely identifying. The false story claims identification of people that weren't at the riot as part of the riot or something like that. Yeah, yeah it was from the, the highly reputable uh, Washington Times. The Washington uh-huh. Times, which is super fair and balanced. <laughs> super fair and balanced. The headline is facial recognition identifies extremists. Storming Capitol, Trump supporters say that Antifa members, disguised Mm -hmm. as one of them, infiltrated the protesters who stormed the U.S. Capitol on Wednesday. And then the response is from uh, at EKC, which the fact that they got that Twitter handle is pretty cool. It's EKC Leiden. Leiden? Leiden? Who knows? Yeah. And it says, did you click the link, Mr. Ortiz? (laughs) (laughs) And then there's a huge correction. Is this in the story? (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. So the correction of the story says, an earlier version of the story incorrectly stated that XR Vision, facial recognition software, identified Antifa members among rioters who stormed the Capitol Wednesday. (laughs) XR Vision did not identify any Antifa members. (laughs) The Washington Times apologizes for XR Vision for the error. So 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 the correction and negates then, then, the entire article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a correction as much as it is an admission that the entire that the yeah. headline was false. The premise of the story is false. Can you read can you read the bottom that that last paragraph of the correction? <laughs> so it goes into the actual story after the correction that says facial recognition software has identified neo-Nazis and other extremists at the participants in the Wednesday's assault on the US Capitol. So, so the exact opposite, the exact <laughs> opposite of what the story was. Correction. It's uh, yeah. Well, uh, it's hard to say if it's shit house because it's, now it's just it's just everywhere like this. You know, everything. There's lies, 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 but for like real <laughs> and not. Uh, it's yeah. It's shit house. Is the response to Tito's tweet shit house? Yeah. Did you see? T- happen to see Tito's response to Casey? You never see people go <laughs> that go to a Trump rally wearing knee pads and helmets ever. 
I got about five or six Jake on the street videos I can send him that. That's not right. Also, what the fuck? That is not a. That is not a defense. <laughs> that is not a. The the the, the website. The link that you sent has has contradicted itself and retracted the <laughs> the point that you were making. And you have just made a separate point that has nothing to do with uh, that. Mike, you never see you never see knee pads and helmets ever at a Trump rally. It holds water. <laughs> oh man, God! I mean, this it's is shit house. This is too much. All right, good. I'm glad. Boy, what were we three for three today? I think so. Yeah, three for three. Man, we're doing God's work. Doing great. Well, actually, you and I each were one for one, and the Tope Uacita from Christine right. also checked the box uh, yes. for a total of three to three for three. I think. So, Mike, I have something for you. Great. I'm ready. I'm I'm stoked, buddy. I'm I'm like woo. I'm primed. So, what I got for you, Mike, over the weekend or last Tuesday, actually. Okay. Um, I mentioned that maybe I want to watch Major League Wrestling, and yeah. they had a free event on YouTube called King of Coliseum. Kings of Coliseum. You don't say. And it's 50 minutes. I think it's like four or five matches or three or four matches. Yeah. Um, actually, I can tell you the lineup if you want to hear it. Yeah, let's go. Let me hear For it. For the World Middleweight Championship, it's Myron Reed is the champion versus Leo Rush. It's a name we know. Wow. Leo Rush is a middleweight. I wonder what that weight limit He's is for middleweight. Jacked. He's gotten jacked. Man, I don't know. Leo, but Leo Rush looks to be like 150 pounds. You know, he's He's not. Very small man. Interesting. National Openweight Championship. Mm. Our boy Alexander Hammerstone champion versus Mads Kruger, which I don't know who he is. Okay. The Tornado World Tag Team Championship. Ross Marshall, Ross and Marshall the Von Erichs are the champions. Oh, yes. Versus Colonel Parker's Dirty Blondes. I don't know who that is. Managed by Aria Blake. Again, I don't know who that is. That sounds very funny. That that's a very, like because Colonel Robert Parker was a manager in WCW who managed uh the, I believe he managed stunning Steve Austin. Uh oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause you sent me well, that that's video why of dirty Steve Blondes. And the Hollywood Blondes. Yeah, so I think it I, I think it's uh, something that. going there, yeah. Uh, and then a grudge match. So there's five matches, four matches. A grudge match. Jordan Oliver versus Simon Gotch. Mm. Is that Simon Gotch we know? Yeah, that's the former uh, partner. Yeah, the tag team partner of Aiden English. Interesting. Uh, who has, I believe, adopted less of a um, like a like a 1908 strongman, strongman. kind of a um, Eugene Sandow kind of a gimmick, and more. Of a catch wrestler kind of a gimmick, just like a just yeah. like a uh, you know a modern like a gulag, like a what's his name, um, gulag, Drew Gulak, Drew Gulak, playing a lot of Warzone. There's like a gulag, a gulag. Yeah. like a gulag, Drew gulag, like that. We just got like trunks, a gulag, or a Thatcher. Thatch lack. One of those Stu Hart gimmicks. All right, everybody. Well, I think that sounds fantastic. Every single match that you just mentioned has me excited because I know at least one person in the match. And I think this is a really cool way to get it kind of introduced to MLW. So I think let's let's go, buddy. Again, everyone, it's on MLW's YouTube. Just search MLW. It'll be right there. Kings of Coliseum, January 6th, 2021. Very fresh. Uh, we're gonna talk about it after the break. All right, it wasn't a great show, okay? <laughs> it wasn't very good. You know, here's the thing, man, is that, um, number one, we actually didn't get to watch the grudge match. That wasn't a part yeah. of the video, and that kind of disappointed me because I've been really yeah. looking forward to watching Simon Gotch wrestle more since he's departed WWE. Not on the show. <laughs> it was not there. It was That makes absent. me sad. That makes me sad. Um, I will say I liked the tag match. Mm-hmm. I liked watching the Von Eriks. Yeah. Um, actually, everybody that I was interested in seeing in this match and that I knew – I thought they did a great job. I thought that the Von Erichs did a great job. I thought that Leo Rush did a great job. And I thought that Alexander Hammerstone did a great job. Good for you. You all get gold stars. Um, Of the three matches, I enjoyed the tag match the most. Me too. I had the most fun 
during the tag match. Um, I, for I, I just you know, and it, honestly, it, it was the shortest match of the three by far. Mm-hmm. Um, the middleweight uh, title match between Leo Rush and um, the champion, whose name I can't recall I right now. Forget his name. Yeah, Reed. Something Reed. There you go. Fire yeah, Reed. yeah. London. Um, it, it you know it wasn't. It was more your style of wrestling than it was mine. It did not. It didn't make me feel a whole lot. It was just a lot of moves. Don't put that on me. <laughs> what do you mean? Don't put that on you. You're always defending this. So defend I it. It's not, it doesn't mean it's my favorite. It's your favorite. That's your. Like, that's your. I just, like your that. I just don't hate on it. It's fine. It's your, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not hating on it either. I'm just saying for me, it wasn't um, captivating. I didn't. I didn't feel. You know, uh, I wasn't gripped and and I wasn't glued to my screen during that match. I felt like I could take ten minutes off, and they would hit tons and tons of moves, and then I could come back, and they'd just still be hitting tons and tons of moves. <laughs> you know, and the, the ending of the match felt very arbitrary to me. I don't feel I did not feel like I was taken on a story through that match. Uh, I liked the Hammerstone uh, versus Mods match better. Mods, the Mods match. Mads, Mads Kruger. Mads Kruger. Uh, I like that match more, but it still wasn't my favorite because I, I didn't feel like that match really stuck to me in terms of like the emotional way in which uh, a, a pure babyface match, like, like Hammerstone is... Your prototypical babyface, your Bret Hart, your Hulk Hogan, your Ultimate Warrior, like whatever, so your your Sting, whatever babyface you want to pick, he is that guy, and he is facing a guy who is somehow bigger than him, bigger and stronger <laughs> and more uh, scary than he is. This has got Hogan versus insert character here, o- Undertaker, Earthquake, uh, whatever monster he happened to be fighting at the time the giant in wcw i I just feel like they could have told that story and it would have landed better for me and instead it was again it was just like they kind of traded moves and then it was a double count out and it was like whatever for me the whole show uh didn't do anything none of the matches did really (laughs) anything um The Von Erichs, the only thing they did was nostalgia for me. I really like them. I would like to see more of them, but the match is just, it's fine. Um, the the show was built around getting Leo that belt. Um, Hammerstone, it was fine. The Hammerstone match was fine. Um, <laughs> surprise! I got something, surprise. I've got something fine for you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if anyone can hear it, just, you can tell in my voice that... Uh, a lot of arguing with Mike during the, during the <laughs> watch along, but like everything he's saying is right. It's just Bo hates so, it. So, no, sometimes he puts it in like in a in a tone of voice that means that it's always he's like it's always this way. It has to always <laughs> this be way this way. Which is not true, but he is right that the show is due to turns. <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't really care for it. I do really like the Von Erics. I like their look. I like everything about them. I really. Uh, for the videos I've seen, I, I really like Fatu. Uh, yeah. Hammerstone seems like a cool guy. I don't know if I like his matches. So I will far. watch that Hammerstone Fatu match, though. I got I'm I'm intrigued by that yeah. when when Hammerstone challenges for the big belt. Though. Yeah, but when I first started watching NXT, mm. I didn't like it either because really? I didn't know anyone. Because uh. well, I didn't know anyone. Okay, so I figure if I watch a little bit more of MLW and like expose myself to these people and their actual their stylings and their promos behind yeah. the stage, stuff, yeah. And I start to actually build that rapport. Yeah. And it's it's more exciting. Yeah. Which I tried to do that with Impact. I watched three episodes, and I just, it just didn't draw me in. Really? Recently, you watched three episodes of Impact? Just the one, just the three. The first, the first one with Kenny, and then the next two weeks. Oh, really? Watched you watched the next two weeks, and you weren't? It wasn't? It didn't draw you it's in? It's fine. It's fine. It, I liked it more than this, honestly, but. Um, <laughs> Hey, hey, everybody! Welcome, welcome to welcome to MLW Super Suicida. Uh, we're <laughs> you're so thrilled about the 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 uh, opinion turn that I made. I'm so thrilled. I... I'm so thrilled that you don't like something. <laughs> I don't like a lot of stuff. I just like you know make a good show. 
<laughs> just gonna talk, converse, converse with you. It makes a good show, you know. And eventually, you're right. We do need people to come on the show. Yeah, we this time of year. I was looked outside. I was like, God, it's like eight thirty. It's only five because the fucking sun goes down so fast. Uh, this is a segment where I interview uh, the YouTube show A Shot of Brandy, which is the one supplemental AEW thing that you don't watch. I've seen a few episodes. Watch the John Silver one. <laughs> good they made some like fried chicken <laughs> it looked great <laughs> and an extremely alcoholic drink brandy 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 she's going in here goes the mic shots mikey 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 that's the theme song <laughs> what's your shot of mikey tell me no it doesn't work now because you watch the show <laughs> <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> this sucks that you've seen the show. Because it was like, okay, what's the one thing that Bo's never seen and that I can fucking like turn the screws to him like he does to me with being the elite? Because I definitely don't watch that. That's stupid. And I'm like, oh, okay, a shot of brandy. Yeah, I'll never watch that. Great. I'm going to review a shot of brandy and fucking stick it to him. And then you're like, yeah, I've seen a couple episodes. John Silver episode was really good. <laughs> I want to know the thought process of how you think it would stick it to me if you reviewed it and I hadn't seen it. I thought it would make you, I thought it would torture you. That you were like, oh, God, no, here's a Mike bit, the way that Bo has all these bits for Mike. <laughs> Stupid, stupid. I was outside my, I was way out of my lane. I don't know what I was thinking. That was a bad episode I watched too. Had Lance Archer on it and then he's crazy. He's like, Brandy, can't tell you about the Lord. (laughs) All right, what are the ratings? What are the ratings we give for this paper? Let's get through it. I'm ready to be done with this. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm, I'm my, my, yeah, let's do it. Uh, Tag team match, right? Let's just rate the show. Um. <laughs> <laughs> right to the end, we're going straight. We're gonna. We're yeah, gonna. I think we need a break. We're gonna Magellan this shit and just circumnavigate, baby. Three matches, I'd feel comfortable. If there was more, if this was more than just a show to get Leo a belt, because that's all the first two matches really did for me was just we need something to put around the main event, which is Leo Rush. Yeah, that's what I felt. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I give, yeah. I, I gave it, I gave the show uh, one out of one. Uh times i'll ever watch it yeah yeah I'll, okay not just that i'll i'll watch mlw stuff again probably but just not this particular event and when it comes around next year no okay interesting i i, I gave this event four out of five corn dogs with ketchup i should go to fred meyer get corn dogs Tell me what the, what does that mean though? Well, I'm the kind of man. I don't know what kind of people you are, the kind of people the listeners are, but I'm the kind of person when I have a corn dog, I really prefer to have it deep fried and like by a person that has a deep fryer and then to dip it in some really spicy brown mustard. <laughs> How long a dog? Like how big is this? Hot Just dog? as long as you can possibly get, man. I would <laughs> as big a corn dog as you want to give me. If I'm like committed to the corn dog that night, and I'm like, you know what? It's a corn dog night. I'm gonna do it. Give me the biggest corn dog in the world, but I want it battered, fresh, and deep fried. And then I need a big giant cup of spicy brown mustard to go with that. And this match was very this I'm sorry this event was very much like a corn dog that you pulled out of the freezer and put in your oven for and it wasn't in there long enough and you pulled it out and you were like okay it's probably good enough but the outside was like soggy and the inside was kind of cold and you didn't have any mustard so you used ketchup like a little baby kid like when you have corn dogs and you put ketchup on it like a kid like a child and you're like, oh, this is good because it's sweet. It's wrestling. It's got sugar in it. It's sweet. But as you get older, you're like, that's gross. I don't want that. I want, I need spice and texture 
Mm-hmm. And, and you need you need a good stone ground mustard or whatever. Yeah, or what? Yeah, or whatever. Are you not a Are you not a mustard guy? I like mustard. Is that was called stone stone cut. Stone ground. Stone ground mustard. Stone like cut a, mustard. Like it's yellow. It's like a dark yellow with like a black dots in it. Who can cut the best commercial for stone ground mustard? Listen up, I'm Stone Cold Steve Austin still and selling stone cut mustard. If you don't like stone cut mustard, then you can fuck I forgot Steve Austin's phrases. And that's the bottom line. Drink drink uh Skull Ranch beer and drink Stone Cold Stone Cut Mustard. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's alright. That's pretty good. Oh, hello, Nigel. Would you care for a game of tennis? Yes, yes, Percival, I would. Oh, I think perhaps before we have our game of tennis, we should dine on a little of my mustard. <laughs> I've never met a mustard I could handle. <laughs> or rather, I've never met a mustard that could handle me. <laughs> well, that's because you haven't tried my brand of mustard, the Percival Stone Mustard. Ooh, that's spicy. I like the long pause before the music starts. Because <laughs> I picture the guy like, oh, yeah. that's spicy. And then yeah. he looks at the camera, maybe gives it a wink. Yeah. Sheeple well, you know, you know, listeners, you can write in and let us know what you think. You can find us on Gmail. We're at pod at gmail.com. On Twitter. I said no big. We're on gmail.com. No yeah, big. no big. We're on gmail.com. <laughs> That's not a big deal. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at pod. Also on Instagram at pod. Bo's on Instagram and Twitter at Bo Rosser. I'm at Mike from TV on Twitter and at Mike from Television on Instagram. I think that's it. I think we did it. I think that's the show. We did. There's just one. There's one last thing. What do we? What? What? What do we forget? We forgot. To no, tell I don't think so. I think listening. we got everything. I think we, we got everything. Them, I think like, we got everything. What, I think we had everything. We're is. done. No, I think we're done. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. No. I think we're done. Because we didn't. We didn't tell them. Thanks what for listening, is. everybody. Thanks for listening. We gotta tell them. It's the only way the show ends is if we tell them what wrestling is. So, Mike, what's wrestling? <laughs> wrestling is the supermarket. Wrestling is being in the condiment aisle and trying to make a choice, uh-huh. but not really having a, a meal plan for the week, you know, right. and not knowing exactly what you're going to make because you have depression and you're, you're not as um, naturally uh, meticulous in certain areas as other people who have... Uh, found success in a very narrow kind of way in our in our rigid capitalist society and so you stare at the condiments and you're like oh my god there's so much like there's there's a teriyaki and there's a barbecue and there's there's 10 different kinds of every variety and what do i get and there's even a ketchup that doesn't have corn syrup in it and eventually you just close your eyes and you pick something and you're like well whatever i picked I guess I'm going to make something with that. And this week, for me, that's wrestling. I didn't know what was coming. We made something out of it, buddy. We did. What's wrestling to you this week? I'm glad you asked, because res- wrestling is that spongy microwave corn dog uh, that, that you might have made recently because your oven is broken, yeah. and it just doesn't heat. It, the lights turn on to preheat, but it just doesn't turn on. And you can't get it fixed because the landlords, COVID, all that stuff, you know, because depression. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you use the microwave to heat it up because you, you don't have a you don't have a standalone oven either. You can go buy one, but that's like uh, you're down hundred fifty dollars, and who needs to do that? You can just ride COVID out and then get your oven fixed. But until then, you eat that spongy hot dog, and you, you think it's gonna be good. You think you you show Mike surprise. I have these sponge corn dogs. You want one? <laughs> and he's like, Yeah, that sounds great. And then I'm like, We're gonna eat these MLW corn dogs, and you bite into it, and it's just it's not as good as an oven crisp. It's not as good as a a, a, a a county fair deep fried right in front of you. 
breaded dogo. It's just this spongy mess that, sure, it absorbs the mustard a bit better, but the mustard becomes part of it instead of on top of it like the condiment should be on the crispy corn dogs. That's kind of what wrestling was this week for me anyway, Uh, baby. I'm really glad. That was a beautiful indication that you just gave. Thank you. That was almost a testimonial how beautiful that was. I really, I'm going to leave you alone for a while so that you can kind of just sit with your thoughts and kind of think about your life after after this episode uh we appreciate y'all for listening and um we hope to see you again next week because we've got some premium content coming down the line in 2021 we really do we do we hope that you're with us you better be we love you you're very special (laughs) (laughs) oh no we'll see you next week Tope Suicida, What Wrestling Can Be, is a knit comedy co-op production and edited by Mike Whitman and Bo Baxter-Rosser. Thanks for listening.